Yeah, but I used to do it. I, I've spent more money than I would care to tell you on the kind of think happy thoughts and good things come your way kind of books. And I'd be at, this is before I knew about manifestation properly. And I'd be kind of at absolute crisis point where things, it was almost impossible to think a happy thought because I wasn't in a happy place. And it was almost kind of, well, I'm never going to be able to manifest anything because I'm in a really kind of desperate, desperate situation. And I did all of that. And the whole kind of, you know, if you start thinking something negative, you've got to block it because then you're blocking everything. Whereas I've learned now. And do you know what? It's the most it's the single thing that's stuck in my head beyond anything else from the Think and Grow Rich is that little girl in the mill screaming in that guy's face that she Luna seriously that she needed that she needed the money and it was the whole kind of you know faith doesn't sit there quietly going well please thank you if you didn't mind it's up in your face and it screams and it shouts and it's like I need this now you know and that's that that and like you say it puts you to the front of the queue and it makes you impossible to ignore and it's so funny because it's written the word faith. I, I mean, I don't know anyone who's ever heard the word faith who doesn't understand that it means absolute belief. But the way we've been taught, it just seems like it's part and parcel that faith is synonymous with begging yeah. Or oh, if if it's not all right, God. Um, I mean, I'm I don't want to be Oliver Twist. Please, sir, may I have some more? Please, it's like, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, that uh, image that I get is, is as brutal as it is. As much as I hate conjuring it up, because we have a very dark past here in the United States, and the idea of the guy picking up a switch and beating a little girl like that. Um, it is, but, but, you know, so aside from all that, that is such a powerful image. And I love the way that it's such a David and Goliath story yeah. and, and it speaks exactly as you've said that this is how you get results. And I wish I could get through people's heads and make them realize that they're misusing the word. Faith doesn't mean please. Faith means now. Remember yeah. when in class I would say, what's the magic word? And I'd wait for somebody. Now. To, and, now. <laughs> and, um, and I, you know, I've been saying that long before the Adams Family movie, but when I saw it in the Adams Family movie, I was like, yes, they actually get it, even though it was supposed to be like, you know. And uh, I, I tell, you know, you remember the classes, like politeness works and, and, uh, you know, consideration and compassion. These are always important, but, Man, if you don't stand up, you being all of us, if you don't stand up and uh, and demand what you want from life, you're really going to get the leftovers. Um, anyway, so yeah, I think today we should talk about, um, uh, well, my cat's lying on my notes, but let's see, <laughs> I've got, um, well, it's it's the solstice, right? At least, um, yeah. maybe not so much in Australia, I think they're a day ahead. Uh, but, you know, actually, whether they're a day ahead or not, it just means that uh, the calendar date for the solstice happens differently because, of course, you know, it's all a matter of like the sun at its lowest point. So this is the scientific NASA approved uh, and, you know, who doesn't like um, scientists, right? Mm. Um, NASA approved scientific 
beginning of the year. And we will, of course, celebrate that uh, Roman political holiday. I, I love the fact that it's a Roman political holiday. The Roman mm -hmm. Empire never died. It's like, ah, we're still here. I'm Julius Caesar. I died thousands of years ago, and you're still following my calendar. Mm -hmm. Even though Gregor, uh, Gregory made slight alterations to kind of nudge Easter and the equinox together, well, his plans were foiled because they didn't keep up with that. But uh, but yeah, you know, you look at uh, any any egghead and they'll say oh, of course it's the beginning of the year so this is the perfect time to change your yes. life and do uh, new year's resolutions you know what let's just start the podcast with that i'll back it up a couple minutes and yeah no worries interesting and uh, all right so hey everybody welcome you've probably heard of a, heard us uh yapping for a bit if i go back and you know hit snip the edit scissors and uh, start we got something big for you today. I got a really big show. I wasn't even alive when that show was on, but um, you know, thanks to Bugs Bunny and the whole—I uh, don't even know the guys. Ed Begley, Ed um, Beckley, um, Ed Niedermeyer. Um, oh my God! Now it's stuck in my head. Ingrid Bergman. I can't remember. Ed Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Ed Sullivan had a show. He's like, "Really big show," and I was like, "Hey, I actually, that's true. We have a really big show for you today." So, blah blah blah. So, happy solstice, everybody. Um, to my neo pagan friends, happy New Year. To my Buddhist friends, I love every one of you and everybody else. Keep banging the rocks together. Um, so this is scientific New Year. I guess I don't have to tell them that because we just talked about it. Um. Yeah, we have something. This is my notes here. And I'm going to totally catch you off guard here, Becky. I'll just tell you what's on the notes and uh, we'll get there. Mm. Uh, but I definitely have a huge part for you right after we get through this first part. And the cat's lying on page two. So we'll see. Uh, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. We have something special for you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I want to remind you uh, that we have what? Uh, unfortunately, Becky hasn't been there for all of them, but we have like almost a hundred episodes. So yes, we have a really special show for you today. We've got a hundred lessons already in the can. We got uh, audio lessons, almost a hundred there. We got dozens of video lessons, so that takes us over a hundred. Have some written lessons over at easytarotlessons.com, and then just kind of you know snoop around. I think it says lessons, um, you know, or written lessons or something like that. I haven't been to that page in a while. It's kind of a static HTML page, but it's a good page. And then we have the whole academy at easytarotlessons.com slash members, or you can just follow the links and sign up. Um, but see, all of this, so we have hundreds of lessons already available for you. We've gone over an entire course. Matter of fact, just you and I, Becky, we've gone over pretty much, if not everything, just about uh, everything we can teach for free and mm -hmm. help people. Uh, if you had this book, uh, read both books technically because we do kind of overlap into the black book. But if you had a copy of The Easiest Way to Learn the Tarot Ever and Advanced Tarot Secrets and all you did was listen to the podcast and the videos, you'd get a better education than you would at uh, most tarot uh, courses. On top of that, we have a huge tarot course that just will turn you into a monster. But see, this brings me to the part where I want to talk about the Academy. Okay. So, Becky, I want you to answer for the crowd, meaning yourself, but uh, <laughs> anybody who's listening at home, if you've made it this far, um, this is a huge thing. I think you better get a pen. <laughs> Pause. 
grab a pen. Because I want to ask you exactly what do you want from 2016? We have nine more days of 2015. And after that, it's 2016 by a Roman political calendar. My question to everybody is, what do you want next year to be? I mean, this is such an important question that I want to nag you for an answer. So I'm going to put away my show notes. There's page one. And mm-hmm. Becky, um, without getting too personal, uh, I like I will start you off. I want because I want to give you frameworks here now. It's like yeah, yeah. Uh, I want the the astrology book out on the spring equinox. Um, it, it's it's completely possible. It's mostly written. I got all the rest of the stuff in my head. It's just finding the right phraseology, actually doing it, um, breaking myself away from distractions. You know, a whole bunch of things like that. Uh, ooh, time to cough. Hold on. But um, really, this is something that I'm going to have to actually knuckle down and manifest um, because I will need time after blah, blah, blah. So I want to put out the easiest way to learn the tarot ever, uh, easiest way to learn astrology ever uh, on the spring equinox. Um, What's been holding me back other than distractions is it has to be a truly magnificent book. It can't just have a title that says, hey, it's easy. And it has to have real value for people. So, for example, there's my big project for spring, and then uh, later on, I would like to have the course and Aphrodite's Book of Secrets. Now, a lot of other things I can, uh, I can, you know, wrangle up. I would like the Tarot Museum to be up. Um, so, 2016 is going to be a, a number of projects for me. Uh, oh, and then, of course, I would like to uh, tour the United States at some point in 2016 and then push off my tour of Europe until 2017. So when I say, what do you want in 2016? I pulled out some pretty big things, easily accomplishable, going to take a lot of work. Um in so doing, I haven't told you all of my little private secrets that I go, oh, no, I can't believe I said that in public. Mm. I want to pet the cat. Um, it's not what kids are calling it these days. So, Becky, since you are here and now and present and I haven't given you any warning on this, do you have mm-hmm. any idea of what you'd like? Because, look, we're all going to go through day to day to day to day to day. I mean, we're all you – know, that's just a given. But is there something magical, special, fruity, delicious that you would like in 2016? Do you know what? I know exactly what I want. And even before I knew that we were doing this as tonight's podcast topic, this is what I'm kind of getting, preparing myself for, because kind of new year, new big manifestation. And it's not actually light and fluffy. But next year... um, I want and I need some financial freedom because at the moment I work my ass off doing very long hours um, and I still feel like I'm living hand to mouth. And, and you're a single mum. And I'm a single, yeah. This, this, so it's this not like your work ends at, uh, once the bell rings. Oh, no, 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 no. And I mean, <laughs> literally, pe- people can see the world's smallest violin playing. But no, it's kind of, I've got a lot on my plate. And also being a single mum is part of the fact that teenage boys are a very expensive hobby. Uh, Yay. <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of, yeah. So literally, that is my big, biggest, most focused, most driven, above and beyond anything else next year, 
if I have to do it through sheer force of will, I want some financial breathing space because I'm done with where I am at the moment. I like your conviction. I think the strength of your will, your life experience to date, and your conviction will pull you through no matter what. Um, now, on top of that, your mad manifestation skills, your, um, your secret Buddhist uh, knowledge that we were talking about mm. before that we won't go into, um, and, and, you know, certain other little tidbits like that are really going to make the difference. And I'm especially evangelical about us mastering our own destiny. Because I want to tell you about a friend of mine. Let's call him... Let's not call him Matt. Um, let's call him Mort. So, do we have any more Bort license plates? It's, it's, it's this whole Simpson thing. So let's call him Mort. And Mortimer, we're back. So Morty and I were friends for a long, long time. And uh, quite simply, he gave up in life. And... For all the years that uh, he and his cohorts made fun of me because I'd you know, try out a, a candle business and borrowed $50 and, um, and a ride about 60 miles up and 60 miles back in an old beat-up jalopy. And I uh, started my candle business off a box of um, paraffin and some skull moles. And because uh, the guy wanted, uh, the investor just wanted some, you know, skull candles. And I was like, okay, cool. He's just kind of like, you know, uh, fun redneck guy. Just thought it'd be kind of cool. It wasn't like some kind of weird satanic cult or anything. And uh, I parlayed that into about $250 worth of wax. And then, you know, and then I was able to buy some beeswax after that and build up a business. Um, that worked, and then it didn't. Um, I tried making some online websites. I wrote a few books. I mean, back in my, my late 20s. The point of all this is that Mort ended up lying on the couch at his mommy's house. Because, you know, mommy had a nice house. And all he had to do was... And he would quote the only thing in Shakespeare he knew about Denmark may be a paradise, but to me it's a prison. And I thought to myself, I live in a warehouse. Every dime I have goes into my business. I get up every day and make candles. I get up every day and I paint addresses when I was doing that. Sometimes I was living in my car and I get off work and I, you know, go to the shower. I go to the gym, take a shower because you know, if you're living in your car, you have to be clean every day. You gotta take a shower. You gotta get your car washed. You know, I mean, literally, I was living like like a person who doesn't live in their car. I was like, I do not live in my car. I just happen to reside there for <laughs> six hours a night and sleep. And the rest of the time, I'm showering. And you know, I'm um, I'm uh, Eddie. I'm an executive trend of state tense. So I was like an executive homeless person. And I drew a lot of uh, inspiration from Eddie. I was like, yes, look at me. And so I shower every day and then I, I go to Starbucks all squeaky clean and go, okay, I've got my little laptop from back when I had money. It's a little tiny thing. It didn't really do much. It was primitive by, t by today's standards. But, you know, I could I could type on it. 
and I'd, I'd sit there, every, you know, for the price of a cup of coffee, I'd sit there and think and think and think and go, I, I, I can write my way out of poverty. I can make this work. I didn't think it was going to take me six years. But the thing is that for all the time he laughed at me, I tried this. It worked. Sometimes it didn't. I tried this. It didn't work. I tried it again. But I kept peg, uh, plugging at it, and this is before I actually started actually, you know, seriously manifesting because sometimes when you're in the suck uh, you lose focus we lose the memory of not, not like oh i can't remember i have amnesia but we lose the awareness of who we were who we are what we can do what our abilities are and uh, i let depression get the better of me but the point is that so instead of like doing oh, why didn't you just manifest well because my head was up my butt but or as you say up my bum but <laughs> Even so, the point is that I just kept getting up every day and trying, and I don't know why. I think it was too dumb to quit. Um, so Mort, all his jokes, he he lived with his mommy. Then he got a girl uh, girlfriend um, and had a job for a little while and then spent the next three years lying on the couch all over again, didn't have a job, sucking off the government teat, and then when that ran out, Instead of getting a, going to school, I mean, the government would have paid for everything because Obama was just throwing away money. And I'm not saying this bad thing. I'm just saying, hey, I was like, look, <laughs> you're never going to get this again. You got a girl who's paying for everything. The point is that that son of a bitch never once did anything. Via con Dios, God bless him, all that stuff. But I have seen years tick by 2008, 9, 10. 12, 13, 14, 15, I have pulled my life out of ruin and I've been able to help tens of thousands of people after, long after I had tens of thousands of clients as a Beverly Hills psychic so far long ago that might as well have been a, a you know, a past life because there was that valley of just nothing in between. I'm not saying I'm special. I'm saying that I don't want anybody who's listening to this to have a sucky 2016. Um, I don't care how little you had have. I probably had less. Um, I'm hell if you can hear the sound of my voice. I had less. Uh, and I'm not saying I. You know, the point is that we have lessons and. We've done manifestation podcasts I'm for free. You guys can go back and actually listen to that. So the stuff we cover today is going to be somewhat instructional, but a lot of it's going to be motivational. Move out of the way, cat. Doink. Cat was flying on paper. You know how you like um, pull the tablecloth out? And, the, and, yeah. and No, it didn't work that way. I pulled the paper out and the cat jumped up in the air. It's like, you're supposed to stay still. So... My point today on this lovely rainy winter solstice, oh my God, I feel like I'm in London because it's raining. Yay. Yeah. Is how can we possibly help you if you're listening? How can we help you turn your 2016 into, let's let's just say the best year of your life. I don't care how old or young you are, how many uh, great years you've had or how many you have ahead of you. Um, the techniques we're going to cover today are the difference between success and failure. I don't care how much money you have right now, we can help you make more. 
and it's not just about money. We're going to help you find happiness and blah, blah, blah. But again, like everything, it's all up to you. Your results will be your own. All we can do is instruct you. So, Becky, I want to set the stage and just say, let's talk about how to help people really make next year great. So, you want, um, what is it, uh, let's just say financial freedom, I think you said? Yes. Yeah, I think that's a very noble cause because it bleeds over into so many other things. It puts you in a better mindset. It allows you to uh, remove a lot of your stress because stress is a, is the killer. It kills relationships. It kills friendships. Uh, it certainly kills us all. I mean, doctors say it, it kills stress. Asian doctors have been saying that forever. Western doctors are like, oh, new discovery. <laughs> Last September, stress kills. Like, oh, really? Uh, what did you think? What do you think it did? Just think, oh, it makes us work harder. Yeah. So, look, everybody, uh, this may not be your favorite podcast, but I hope you listen to it. Um, I'm adamant about this. Our lives don't just happen. Every day we have to get up. We got to go to work. We got to make small decisions that shape our big decisions. But see, if you have a deck of tarot cards, our tarot cards can help us so much more than the usual tripe that people ask in a reading. Now, before anybody gets too upset with that, I'm going to say, sure, we can we can still always ask, you know, how will something turn out or what's the best course or we can ask for step by step advice. But we can use our cards for problem solving or brainstorming. We can enhance our critical thinking skills with the help of our deck of portable allegories. So let's start right there. Um Becky, oh, you weren't there, um, but that's okay. In this last two weeks, because right at the end of the live teaching of the tarot course, and then the recordings will always be available, and then I'm going to start working on the astrology course for next year. But we just did tarot for authors, and then before that, we did problem solving and brainstorming with the tarot. So um, let's actually do it in real time, real life what I promised we would show people how to do. So be careful not to reveal anything so personal that you'll regret it, but uh, let me know and let all of us know. Do you have a solid plan for increasing your uh, disposable income next year? (laughs) Honestly, no. Ah, aha. So, this is a good thing. Do you have a deck of cards? I do. And uh, just for simplicity, do you have them up on the wall? Um, I do. Okay. So, in that sense, it just makes it easier so I can sit here and look at my deck, which is up on the wall, even though I have a deck uh, right here. Oops, hit the mute button. So I was leaning over to tap my deck of cards. <laughs> I'm smart. That uh, was facetious. I know that I know nothing. I know that I know that. Wait, what is it? Um, Sophocles, one of those guys <laughs> said, um, it was a joke, Sophocles. All right. Um, said, uh, I know that I know nothing. It's like, no, nah, I, I know that I know less than that guy. I'm like, I'm right by him. I know less than this guy. All right. So 
we're not going to go into the whole technique of how to brainstorm with your cards. Believe me, that's taught in week, what, 38 of the course. You can uh, read Advanced Tarot Secrets and uh, and read up there if you don't have any money. Like, you seriously, seriously broke and refused to um, – uh, and on top of that, you refused to um, buy a copy of the book. Uh, you can go on books.google.com or uh, Amazon. And I, I don't know what parts you can read of the book, but you can read some of the some of both my books for free. I mean, like large parts of it. So you can at least get yourself started, fix your life, and then buy a copy of the book. Uh, so I mean, even even you know, even if somebody says, "Well, I don't have any money," it's like, "Well, here you can start," but you do need a deck of cards, even if you have to hand draw them. So there's absolutely no reason in the world why anybody can't do this. For the rest of us, you got a copy of the book, and especially if you're in the course, I you know teach you. Six hours a week, I give you. Um, it's all there. So we're not going to go into the nuts and bolts of how to do this because we just taught that. That's part of the course. But let's just do it. So, um, Becky Da. Um, there's so many different ways we can we can uh, start with this, but let's just kind of. Um, throw some darts at the board let's let's see where we are so right now you are gainfully employed uh more so than not probably so much so that there's the idea of getting a second job is it's just not physically possible given the time constraints yes okay. i'm in a as a, a footnote i'm in a job that i manifested with your help uh, thank and you. I love my job, but it doesn't pay what I need it to. So, no, a second job is not an option. Right, right. So the idea of going out and, you know, well, I'll just pick up my second or third job. You know, I'll develop a mess habit so I never have to sleep again. Yeah. No, just just wonkers. Um, it's just not going to happen. So looking at our 78 little allegories for ideas or clues not that the tarot is going to hand us an answer but we're going to use it for brainstorming purposes we start front and center real life where you're at right now there's no magical fairy land that we're going to zip off to um, because we don't need to just get a generic blind reading oh tell me this or tell me that um, we're staying in the here and now, hence, you know, brainstorming and then also problem solving. So it seems to me that the first thing we need to do is very pragmatically see if we can harness our abilities to contact the divine, you know, hence using the tarot cards as like little megaphones so we can hear uh, the, the virtuous beings on the other side, uh, virtuous and uh, beneficent beings on the other side shouting at us. Most people can't hear that. No, cat, you cannot. You are not allowed to climb up on me, cat. Cat um, is very insistent. He's like, no, I must. Um, so we're really flying blind here. We're, we're starting out from scratch. So everybody, this uh, is going to be rather unentertaining, but you're going to see the process that you can do exactly like this at home. So we start out with the situation and say, okay, we know that Becky needs uh, extra income. Now, there is a possibility that um, Becky could teach what she knows. She could uh, 
um, do some readings here and there, uh, or we could put out a manifestation and just a blind call uh, for uh, greater income. We could um, specify uh, that uh, she wants to get a raise or move up in her company. Again, now I'm speaking of you in the third person. Sorry, mm -hmm. Becky. So the point is that before we even go anywhere, it's nice to be able to throw out some uh, some ideas just to kind of see what the acceptable uh, limit, limits are. You know, what what's possible reality and what is just nonsense you know can you um can you uh make progress where you're at or can you teach or give readings uh you know or you know again we don't necessarily have to come up with all the answers we just have to kind of prime the pump by um seeing what the boundaries are does that make sense yeah. yes now, in this sense, what we're use, doing is we're using the tarot cards to nail down thoughts that we find agreeable with us. Now, if Becky were a client of mine, I would ask her all kinds of questions um, so that uh, we could, between the two of us, because... Uh, it's no secret that a counselor or, or any outside voice can help you uh, establish who you are and what you want in ways that we can't do ourselves because the objective or outside voice helps us look at our situation, not just sub subjectively, but simultaneously subjectively and objectively so that we can get a greater picture. And so as much as I would be learning from Becky, Becky would be learning from our discussion and uh, help shape and clear her future. Um, therefore, uh, clear her future uh, so that she can declare her future. Look at me, uh, I write slogans. Uh, yeah. the, the point of all this is that I want everybody to just feel comfortable that it's okay to go through this process. If you've got no idea what you're going to do, um, that's... The thing is, we can't, you can't let that stop. You can't let that stop you. Does that make sense, Becky? Yes, it does. I think that's a real stumbling block for people is not knowing where to go. It's it's kind of like information paralysis, or I should say, in the sense of the lack of information paralysis. Okay, so I've thrown that out. What uh, what sounds appealing to you? What sounds realistic to you? Where do you where do you find yourself at this point with those thoughts? Well, realistically, um, because of where I work, there is an awful lot of potential and opportunity to go higher. Um, it's so the opportunities are there. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm have actually right now having a couple sort of dangled in front of my nose because I don't tend to sit back quietly in meetings. I tend to open my mouth and talk and challenge things. And it's being noticed, thankfully, in a positive way, not a negative Yay. way. Um, so there is there is a lot of um, potential there. And with what you're saying, I think where I'm already beginning to kind of think things through, I think long term goal is a permanent source of better income. 
but then it's also something to kind of boost the coffers now because the thought of having to be where I am now for like another six to eight months just makes me want to kind of sit in a corner and rock quietly, <laughs> you know? So it's kind of twofold. It's funny because you sound like me at the end of 2011 when I met my uh, my uh, marketing mentor, um, Tom Antion. Great guy, by the way. If anybody ever wants to make huge amounts of money, check him out online. He's, he's the real deal. So I was telling him about my thing, and I sounded just like you. Mm. And, and he said the most amazing thing. He just said, uh, well, so why don't we just handle that now? And I thought, well, wait, what? Mm. <laughs> um, I could just triple my income just because we say, well, why don't we just handle that right now? And it wasn't about, and even if it was, even if it was about like, hey, I want this and that and smiley things and luxuries. But the thing is that I was on a mission. I wanted to be able to reach more people. I wanted to be able to expand my business. I wanted to be able to, you know, because it is a business of helping other people. I mean, literally, if it's something you do every day, it's going to have to pay for itself because um, I didn't have a bottomless well of money to just keep feeding this this hobby of helping other people. So, you know, and did my, you know, my motivations aside, just the fact that he said, well, let's just handle that right now. I was stunned and I was in firm disbelief and, you know, between his advice and my focus and desire and manifestation, I, uh, I dare say that within two weeks, turned it around, I literally, uh, I, I didn't double my savings account, I think I, I went up, uh, 150%, just, just in, just in like, uh, little over two weeks, which gave me resources to work throughout 2012 and uh, teach the astrology and the and the tarot and set up the courses and, and make investments and whatnot. So I like where you're at and I want to take that same approach of as much as we can do other things, you know, as much as we can send you off on your path as you know, a spiritual guru and whatnot. Let's leave that to Candyland. Let's let's leave that to um, you know, flightful thoughts of fancy, and let's try to stay in the here and now, right now. And since you have an employer who seems to think highly of you, I'd say the the company in general thinks highly of you, and I I know people on the podcast who listen to the podcast love you because I hear mm-hmm. I, over and over so many compliments. So I can only imagine the people in work, work must seem to like you as well. So the point is that as long as we have that bedrock of goodwill and relative stability, relative I mean, I mean anything corporate is you know, you're only as good as your last paycheck because who knows when the next one's going to come along. Um, you know, corporations get bought out mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But but so the point is, as long as we have that going for you, why don't we, uh, we can kind of skip through our brainstorming and problem solving. We can go straight into a manifestation and say, what if you built a manifestation around keeping the best parts of what you do 
at your job that you like. And in this case, oh, and then, of course, you know, but, but making it better. I should stop my rambling on thoughts because they're going to lead into something else. But does that sound like a good plan to you that we build a manifestation spread that anchors what you have and then adds to it? Yes, and I hope people listening, although obviously this is specific to my manifestation, it's actually kind of watching the process take place live, so to speak. So it's it takes it kind of out of a book and brings it into real life. Oh, yeah. And again, if you got a copy of Advanced Tarot Secrets, all of this that we're talking about is spelled out in black and white, on literally like black ink on white pages. So it's kind of black and white. Um and if you can co possibly cough up $10 a week, um, this, you know, our course will change your life. I mean, I'll give you six hours of instructions on this every week and you'll get to be able to see people actually do this. You'll get to watch their progress and watch them stumble and fall and watch me yell at them and watch them come back better and bigger next time and go wow this stuff actually works you read the testimonials you can actually you can even write me you know my students are always welcome to, to write me and they do and I and I answer them so again depending on your level of commitment to your life whatever works for you I'm not big on hawking things like oh my god you've got to be here it's the greatest thing ever I know it's the greatest thing ever I'm living it I got students doing it I don't need to go beat people on the head if you want your life to suck, fine. You know, have a sucky life. If you want it to be great, come on in. The water's fine. So, for those of you who are still listening, because I expect people to drop off, um, here's how we're going to do it. First off, backtracking, we started off with the we started off being open to brainstorming or problem solving, but we didn't really even have to use our cards for brainstorming or problem solving because just by sheer talking through this, we realized that uh, Becky's, well, you, you being Becky, you have a you have a good plan or you have a good, not so much a plan, but you had more of a, of a plan than you thought you did, right? Yes. I mean, you, just by talking through it, we realized that you have an incredible set of resources already at hand. And so we could just, just manifest it. You know, why... Why beat around the bush? Why do it the hard way? So here is a step-by-step -step plan. <laughs> Anybody who has stopped listening by now, <laughs> we're guys, they lost out. Here's how we're going to do it. You're going to take two decks. You mm -hmm. have two decks, right? Yes. Okay, you know, your favorite deck and then your one that you like a lot, um, but it's not quite your favorite. Yeah. So you take your secondary deck. So your Batman deck is your favorite deck ever. And mm -hmm. you Robin deck is a good deck, but come on, it's fucking Robin. <laughs> I'm Robin. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're a, you ruined Batman. Um, yeah, okay, I know some people are like, no, dare you. So we take a Robin deck or our secondary deck, and I want you to build a spread. Uh, building a spread, if anybody doesn't know, casting is for divination, building is for manifestation, problem solving, all that stuff. Again, it's in the black book. So you build out a Celtic cross spread that details exactly what your life is right now, but only as it applies to your manifestation. I want you to put in um, the hours you work, um, what you do, what people like about you, what people don't. I mean, again, within mm -hmm. the boundaries of the Celtic cross, 
tell me a story. Again, I can I can just do all this because you've already taken my course a couple of times. You know exactly how to do this. Sorry, I keep um here, I think I'm gonna have some coffee. Give me a second. La 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 la, I think I'm better now. Yeah. So I want you to just build out a story that visually describes exactly where you're at, where you want to go, where you've been, how you got here. But again, we're not looking at the greater scheme of things. We're, we're really tightly focused on the Becky that is at work. And you, of course, you're going to have to be brutally honest with this. And for like cards five and uh, five and ten, um, yeah. this is based on projected expectation. This is not your manifestation. This is not wishful thinking. The key to really making this technique work is your here and now spread. Uh, matter of fact, that's what I'm calling it, the here and now spread. Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. Just been officially Christian. Kristen. Wait. Christened. Christened. It's a word I don't ever use. Okay. Somebody, Christian. Let's say, look at me. Swag. Um, there's a long story behind that. Uh, so it's just been officially christened to the, uh, where's my bottle of champagne? Gling, it's the USS, or is it RMS over there? I don't know. Go on. It's the, it's the blah, 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 here and now spread. So you're here and now okay. spread. Uh, you kind of, again, all of you people, please listen. you got to be brutal in your self-honesty, and you have to draw a circle and out, just literally grab a piece of paper and draw a circle. Make it not too big. Everything on the outside of that circle has nothing to do with your manifestation. Kids, um, commute, um, what you do with the money at the end of the month, anything like that. Inside that circle psychologically is Becky at work, how um, you are perceived, how you perceive, what you want, what you don't want, what you're tired of, what you what you honestly expect is going to work, what you expect that you're going to continue to do, what you think is going to happen now. So we're just going to build that as realistic as possible. Should take you about five minutes. Uh, if you get brain dead or or brain lock, if you get brain dead, if you get brain lock, if you get brain dead, we have problems from kids in the hospital. But if you get brain lock or you get distracted, sure, it may talk, uh, take you, you know, half an hour, two hours, whatever, maybe even a day. If it takes you a day, don't freak out. But he said it take five minutes. But literally, for the most part, if you've been listening at all to what we've been saying in our in our podcast, it should take you about five to fifteen minutes to be able to. Uh, throw out cards of your choosing that describe exactly what's going on. That's what we mean by building a spread. This is not casting a spread, which is divination. All right, blah, blah, blah. So we have spread number one. Is that, you got me there, right, Peggy? Yeah. Next, we're going to examine that spread, and we're going to see, uh, we're going to verify uh, using, use your passes one, two, three, and four. Know, verify, look for patterns, hidden spreads, wrap it all up. Really give yourself a reading as if that was a divination and these are the cards that came out. Make sure that you've chosen the best cards to represent exactly where you're at and where you believe you're going to be. Because then we're going to set that deck aside, leaving the spread out. We're going to grab your favorite deck, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Um, looking up at your deck on the wall, 
we're going to cast a new Celtic. Well, I'm sorry, we're going to build. Uh, we're going to build a new Celtic crossbred. We're not going to take any random cards. We're not casting. We're not asking for advice. And if you've done your job correctly, then many of the cards that are in the here and now spread will be replaced in the second spread in the same exact spot. You will go through your second deck and go, well, that's exactly the same. So your second deck, uh, your second spread will be your manifestation or this is what I want spread. So reality as it is, here and now spread, reality yeah. as I want it to be. Here being manifestation spread. Um, we're leaving out the here and now spread as an anchor to cement in our subconscious mind that we're not just making up wishful thinking. We're not just going, oh, here's what I'd like. We are building up a physical, what is it, knock on wood reality. Fortunately, I had to, some wood handy. Um, so the essence of building our manifestation spread is we are going to stay grounded in physical reality. And then, as you know, the technique of replace, TM-103 or Tarot Manifestation 103, uh, we're going to take the cards out that don't fit. And we're going to replace them with cards that do, that represent our reality as we would like it to see. But instead of working with one deck and one spread, we're doing it with, with two spreads. So uh, first spread would go untouched. Uh, we could do this, by the way, if you guys are really good at uh, any of my students who are listening and you already know how to you know, do all this other stuff, uh, you can do this with one spread and one deck. Uh, if you have two decks, I'd like you to do it with two decks. Uh, and you can pick up the first uh, spread afterwards and discard it. Um, just take a picture of it, though, first, you know, both spreads together um, as a reminder and a, and a mnemonic memory device and a focal point and, and a couple other things. Uh, well, certainly a reference. But is this making sense, Becky? Yes, it is. Okay, so I really want to stay on this. Our here and now spread, done. We've done that properly. Our secondary spread or our manifestation spread now, uh, we've used the best and most accurate uh, points of the, uh, the here and now spread as the core focus foundation for our uh, manifestation spread. And then we are going to carefully place cards that represent what it is that you want. Now, every time you place down a card that is not already extant in your here and now spread, I want you to have a piece of paper and pen off to the side. This is where you're going to have to do a little bit of work. We're going to have to write down a justification of what that card means. And you don't need to keep this paper. You don't need to burn it in innocence or anything. But I need you to at least write out what that card means, why you chose it, what's the story behind it, what represents, you know, underneath. Because I want you to... I want you to... Sorry, I'm horribly distracted. Um, again, who has a recording studio with bay windows? Me. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I heard the rain outside. That was nice. And I hear the idiots downstairs. Oh, my God. Okay. But I love my little cabin. All right. So I, I want you to be able to understand, justify, and verify that the cards that you are selecting... Uh, for your manifestation actually have real world value and they're not just pretty cards because it's so easy for us to go ace of coins ace of coins king of coins nine of coins you know more i need more cowbells i need more coins in my future 
but only if that is the process and location you want to end up in. Now, again, Becky, you know all this. I'm preaching to the choir, but sometimes a little extra information helps. And mm -hmm. for everybody else, I wanted to be able to see how we went from literally complete confusion to a nice little plan. And if Becky can do this before the end of the year, then every day before the beginning of the Roman New Year or the holiday, you know, January 1st, that type of thing. I got nothing against that. I just want to differentiate. Every day between now and then that she has her manifestation spread out, she can go back over it at least once a day and double check and say, yes, this is who I want. This is what, you know who I want to be. This is where I want my life to go. She can add a few cards because we have expansion cards, clarification cards. Those are techniques I teach you in Advanced Tarot Secrets. That's the black book. Uh, or And also in the course. So the thing is that I'd like you, Becky, by January 1st to hit the ground running. Yeah. You have your deck uh, you know, you, you've taken down your your first spread because it was just a temporary tool, and you can either take a picture of well, you, you know, you know all of the manifestation techniques. We take a picture of, draw a picture of, keep it out, frame it, uh, a whole bunch of other things. As long as you are spending time with it, uh, a little bit every day, and especially a couple times every week, and doing your manifestation uh, practice and exercises that we that we teach over three weeks in. Uh, in the course as long as you're doing all that then you are putting forth positive productive energy and you're not worried about oh my god am i thinking unhappy thoughts i had a moment of mm -hmm. doubt did i destroy everything that i've worked so hard for blah 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 uh all we're doing is we're sending a constant positive pressure i want more of this and less of that law of attraction law of repulsion of this less than that you heard it here first folks nobody else in the world is teaching this stuff but yeah it's free well so we're doing that to sympathetic minds and to the powers that be again insert your favorite religion here um i should see you expect results within um i i want to i want to say by march but more correctly because of your particular special magical path that we were talking about earlier off the air. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen results in as little as 24 hours, but actually less than 24 hours, but uh, consistently time and time again. So again, for everybody who's listening, who's not me, who doesn't have these, well, who hasn't learned to use their special magical powers, your results will be different. Your results will be yours. And I say that because the U.S. government does not allow me to say, and nor should they, I guarantee results that you're going to make magic and do wonderful things because the U.S. government does not believe in magic. Um, and that's okay. You know, the, we, we need people to work uh, mundane jobs. Um, it, it's just part of society. And if, if they don't want to, you know, um, learn all this stuff, I even though it's free, and I can't help them. But if you're listening, whoever you are, come on, do something with your life. This is this is you know whatever it is you want to do. You know, be great. All right, so Becky, blah blah blah. Enough of my ranting. Is this a clear plan? Does this work for you? Where are the holes in it? Good, bad, and different. Okay, um, no holes because what you've done, which has really helped, is in the past when. 
um, you know, you've helped me with manifestations. I've had something specific that I needed. So I knew exactly what it was that I needed. I knew exactly what shape and form it needed to come in. So they were relatively easy. And I say easy once I learned the techniques and the fact that, you know, I manifested my car in 24 hours. My job came around in 48 hours. You know, it's kind of they were relatively simple in the fact that I had a specific goal where you've really helped tonight which I hope people have kind of stuck and listened through with this is I knew what I wanted but at the beginning of our conversation it was kind of it was quite abstract you know I, I kind of I knew what I wanted but I didn't really know how to nail it down into something tangible and just from talking this through tonight um, I've got an awful lot of ideas about how I can focus that now which I didn't have before um and of course what one of the things that I do I've got um I've actually got two now which is going to come in handy but I've got two of the little miniature decks where the decks are absolutely tiny so when I do love those yeah well when I do a manifestation um spread what I tend to do is do it with kind of the full-size cards which is at home and then replicate it with the the little miniature ones and then I've got that with me everywhere um, and the fact that this is work related, I can tuck it away on the wall behind my computer, which is where I spend more time than I care to. Um, so I've actually got it, the visual in my face every day. And of course, the space behind my computer is private enough that I'm not going to freak out some people in my office but it's there enough that I can see it every single day and where this has helped you know while we've been talking I've been scribbling down ideas um and I think rather than waiting until New Year's Eve or New Year's Day why wait till then you've given me enough ideas I need to start now and get this push going um and of course the plus point with the fact that I'm not kind of one off with talking to you with this is I can feedback what happens to people because this is, you know, it's, I I've seen it from, you know, people in your class and when I've been in classes and with students and, you know, these inc incredible manifestations and it's big things and it's small things. And just to the point that if you didn't believe it, you wouldn't believe it, if that makes sense, because it is just, and I've experienced it in my own life and you know, each stage I hit a point where I get what I need and I'm quite content and then suddenly I'm not content anymore. And then that's when the kind of everything gets stirred up and I make things happen. And that's where I am now. Um, so, yes, this has helped hugely. And what, what as, as I say, I hope people have sort of stayed listening because where this has been different to when I've wanted to manifest something in the past, in the past, I've had a very, very specific nailed end goal whereas with this it's just kind of I don't want to be where I am anymore but tonight and talking it through and I think if people follow the process through even if they're on their own and they obviously haven't got you to bounce off directly is following the process through has suddenly turned from this kind of quite wishy-washy I don't want to be where I am anymore to something quite solid and I'm already seeing right I can do this I can do this I can do this if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Well, it does to me. Uh, and I know that, uh, I know that it does because I, I, I have people and I will have people, um, that comment on this episode that, uh, tell me how inspiring you are and how, when you say it, it makes sense. And I like that a mm. lot. Um, I'm, I'm really happy that we are able to 
just just help people on an everyday, day-to-day, mundane kind of basis. And again, I've got nothing against funny robes or chants or, or you know, astro biology, whatever, you know, Kabbalistic thing people. And again, or Egyptian magic, Zoltarianism, whatever people are into. Again, God bless us all, Mr. Scrooge. But I'm saying we don't need to do all of that to get results. If that's what you're into, do it. Great. I don't care. But never believe these crappy books and teachers that say you must do this before you can do that or you must must have faith in the power of gratitude before you ever get any results and if you do it wrong and think unhappy thoughts you're you're hurting yourself in other words and other people and and puppies uh and kittens die every time you think uh, an unhappy thought it's like oh my god we're all just human here you know um i try to bring this down to 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 real life pragmatic everyday stuff that we're so so everybody can do this um, because that's what it's for. It, it's for everybody. It, 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 metaphysics uh, are egalitarian. Are, anybody can do. Anybody can be more than who they are. You know, is it, well, um, what do the Christians say? With God, anything is possible. That's that's the same way of saying you can do anything. You know, insert your favorite name of deity here or whatever. Um, but you do have to do the effort. You know, it's it's not like there's handouts. Any handouts we get are temporary so that we can get our heads back in place so that we can work with. Again, I like to use the analogy of swimming downstream because it's very non-specific. Was it non-denominational? Another term I haven't had to use in a while. Um, you know, you can apply it to whatever your personal belief is. What I want to ask you real quick is because and it's just so funny because at this point, you know, we can go back couple of years and, uh, and find a different Becky but at this point it's so cavalier yeah I manifest my job and, 40 hours, oh, yeah. and I manifest my car in 24 hours and I just manifest whatever I want and this is good this is, this is wonderful this is how it should be it should come with a sense of expectation because that's what faith is faith does not beg God, you, you know, God's got to be up in this guy just angry at all these people. Please, please, I know I don't really believe it. It's like faith says, I believe. Therefore, if you believe, you kind of expect things are going to happen. I expect I'm going to eat tonight. Cause why? Because I have faith. <laughs> I'm not like, oh, my God. Well, I'm a guy. If I have, believe me, I've had days where I'm like, oh, am I going to eat tonight? But that was a long time ago. I know where my was today. So my question for you is, let's go back. 24, 48 hours. Let's go back uh, a week or a month before you, you know, sat down, said, I'm going to manifest this. I'm going to use the power of the universe, which is right there. I'm I'm, because, you know, you've been doing because I remember up to that point, you've been doing your due diligence. You've been, you know, trying it the hard way, the physical way. Not saying that we should just sit back and say, oh, things will happen to me because I said a magic word. Um, But before you enhanced your physical efforts with manifestation, um, tell me about the doubt. I don't want to lead you. I don't want to like make you go, give you a clue of what to say. But tell me about your mindset before you started manifesting. Were you were you confident? Were you doubtful? Were you frustrated? Um, I was. To begin with, I was uneducated. 
um, in the fact that I had unfortunately bought into a lot of the, um, you know, the think happy thoughts and good things come. And of course, the times that I have really, really desperately needed something, I wasn't in a happy place. And it's kind of hard to think happy thoughts when you're worrying how you're going to put food on the table or how you're going to keep a roof over your head, which is as serious as it has got in the past. And um, isn't that the most am asinine thing in the world to have a guru come up to you and say you must think happy abundant thoughts as if yeah. you're already a zillionaire look at me i make lots of money and i've got all these people following me because i think happy thoughts and you who are thinking unhappy thoughts you're a prisoner of your own thoughts and you're like i'm trying to eat and you're telling me to think uh, to pretend that i have millions of dollars in the bank yeah yeah and i mean i think that has actually been one of the biggest things that I've learned is, in fact, that, you know, I've always said and I say it from very bitter experience, the the plus point, And I know that your life has kind of echoed it a lot as well is the plus point of hitting rock bottom for me is the fact you hit rock bottom and there is literally only one way up. And that hitting absolute rock bottom in some respects is such a powerful thing to push off from because you know you've got no choice at that point you either give up and you're done or you find that last shred so of course way back when and like with things I mean to sort of lighten it a little bit with things like with my car and my job you know they were things that I needed and you know I kind of I was of the school that you think happy thoughts and things come and then I learned how to manifest properly and of course the very first time I did it I won't say it was Actually, no, that's not true. I'm a sceptical believer. So I believe, but I need my proof. And there's always a kind of healthy degree of scepticism. So, you know, the first time is almost a test and it works. And then you look back on your life and you realise when you've manifested things without realising that's the process that you were doing. So you can go back and identify. So now I'm at the point where... I still get surprised. I mean, the thing with my job and um, was I'd my younger son's got autism. I'd had to take two years out of work because his needs were more than I could do with holding down a job. Wanted to go back to work, had six weeks of fruitlessly searching for a job, searching for a job, searching for a job. And I remember you made the mistake of being on Skype one day and me going, hello, I need some help. <laughs> um, you did. I remember that. It was just a kind of I'm just saying hello. And I was like, oh, my God, I need your help. And literally and I mean, literally did a manifestation 48 hours later this opportunity through a random and I put that in heavy quotation marks um conversation opened up this whole new opportunity and completely changed where I was got me back in kind of employment which obviously then raises your self-esteem because you're a valuable member of society again in my head you know and so now I've gone from the kind of will this work and is it really this easy and come on there's got to be a trick and I'm not in a happy place so how is this possibly going to work and now I'm at the point that I know that this works it's just sometimes I need the kick like tonight which makes me go right come on Becky you know what you want you know how to do this essentially just get your bumming gear knuckle down and make it happen and that's kind of where i am now well thank you and this is the power of community if you guys are still listening and i know you are 
this is why I want you in the class. This is why I want you to be a part of our tribe. Why I want you to be part of our community. When I go out there and meet people, I want to meet you face to face. I want to shake your hand or, or what is it? Shake babies and kiss hands. Yeah. I, I want to, uh, I want to say hello. Not, not in a glorifying way. I, I want to meet the people who are out there, who are learning this, who are, who have questions, who have successes. Um, I want to be able to help you if I can and get the hell out of your way if I can't. Um, this is the power of community is that somebody as, as uh, talented and experienced as Becky, um, you know, I, I go back to that that saying that none of us is as smart as what is it? I like saying none of us is smart as all of us. I just like mm. that kind of grammatical uh, uh, twist. The point is that because um, I do this myself, uh, I'll be I'll, I'll I'm always honest with you, but I'm going to be extra super blunt honest with you just in case you thought there was any dishonesty going on. My secret goal is to uh, train people to be at uh, or near or above my level so that I have fun people to hang out with, so that I can whine and go, hey, I uh, can't quite figure this out. And they'll say, well, what about this and this? I'll go, oh, my God, thank God I have friends. Thank God I have a community of people who understand reality in the way that I do so that I can go, oh, yeah, and then you know, I'm not just – preaching from mountaintop i would just want a circle of friends that uh, we can go do amazing things together that's the power of community so in that sense since i didn't see anything out there i said hey i will put together a uh, membership website because from a technological point of view that was just the thing that would make it easy for us to have a global community and everybody gets to believe what they want everybody gets to spend the money wherever they want it's not like some kind of there's no there's no central focus oh let's all send up money to the leader it's like it's a you know, cult or anything like that everybody supports themselves and and of course we support each other but it's not like um you know everybody supporting a um some artificial church or or you know demagogue um is the point is this um I would like you all, if you're listening, and I know there's tens of thousands of you who listen. We only have a couple hundred people in Academy, so I'd like more of you to get in there. Learn this stuff. Make it yours. Join the club. You know, you can always quit. Um, but meet the other students. And um, just like, you know, help talk to Becky. Um uh, and no offense, but Becky is one of many. You know, we have we have so many wonderful, wonderful mm -hmm. people out there, and and Becky knows because Becky's Becky gets to uh, to uh, uh, converse with them. Whatever my words are. But the point is that I want you guys to have a really good uh, uh, 2016, and that was the point that I wanted to get at. Was at this point, it's so easy and so natural for Becky to go, yeah, you know, I've done this, I've done that. But I wanted to take Becky back to a point and in as much as I could without polluting um, her uh, or skew her uh, her vision of it. Now, I wanted to know if Becky could remember where she was at mentally before she manifested this, um, because 
like I said, I can speak from my point of view. I can tell you guys sob stories and horror stories and, you know, until you're blue in the face with like, oh, my God, will we stop talking about how I screwed up this and I screwed up that. And we all make mistakes. I try to be self-aware and therefore I try to use my mistakes as an example to go, look, you know, I wasn't born and everything worked out fantastically and that's why things work out fantastically. And I don't want to be like one of these seminar gurus that runs around going, oh, I had it worse than you did. I was like homeless and broke and poor. My dog got kicked and my wife left me. And then, you know, it's like, but now thanks to Amway, well, I'm sorry, insert product now, uh, insert product here. I'm wonderful. All you got to do is spend money. Uh, But I want you guys to see that this is real. This is real life, and um, not only through myself, but through the experience of others, you know, like such as Becky, that uh, we have found a way. And again, you know, Jesus is your thing. Go Jesus. If uh, what is it, Allah or or Buddha or uh, Pan, <laughs> whatever God and Goddess, you know, fine. That's your business. All we're here to do is help you. And the cards are nothing more than little scraps of paper with ink on them. But they're a wonderful tool that you can use to enhance your connection with the divine. We have the techniques. You do the practice. And again, together we can form a community, which you don't have to show up to meetings for. But we have study groups, we have study buddies, we have forums, we have weekly lessons. And if you're here to do the practice, you'll have um, an international community that's here to support you. And as I can, I will get out and I will bring some of the rare decks around for you guys to see. And I will uh, answer any and every question that I, that I can. So that's, uh, that's what we're doing. And the 10 bucks a week basically helps me keep the lights on. Uh, it's the cheapest tarot cheapest real tarot course in the world any lessons you get are going to be anywhere from uh, 10 to 50 dollars a week depending on whether you're in like manhattan or uh, boise idaho or something i i no offense against boise i just think that tarot courses might be a little harder to find and and cheaper um but nobody teaches any of the stuff this stuff is far and away the best stuff ever in the history of everything if you don't believe me try it out it's right. In fact, like I said, you could just go read some of the books for free on Amazon uh, or, or books Google uh, so you can see that I'm not just blowing smoke up your butts. I can't do much more than that. Um, I can motivate you. I can I can I command you to go check it out. I can let you start for a dollar. All of this stuff I can bring Becky on and others on to say here, you know, it's this proof that we're doing it. All of this is designed because I want every one of you to have a great 2016. And God forbid you're listening to this and it's already 2017, 2018. Okay, fine. Then I want you to have 2019. That's wonderful. But unlike my friend Mort, mm-hmm. who went from a crazy, amazing, I mean, the guy was crazy popular. Oh, my God. Just women throwing him uh, at himself, which, you know, in his 20s was you know, kind of about the best he could get. And he had a really cool job that everybody was like, oh, you're cool. And he did the Renaissance fairs and, uh, you know, just all around, um, just kind of alpha jock kind of guy. Just like, hey, high school football player, really captain, you know, captain football team. He went from that to lay about morbidly obese redneck who lost all respect and uh, popularity. And it was just because time is uncaring. Time comes for us all. And he, I have a line that I, 
I, I'm, I'm mixed on Jim Morrison, but I, but I love the line from Texas Radio when he says, I'll tell you this, I hope I don't screw this up, no eternal reward will forgive us now for wasting the dawn. And and it just, I think that's what I want to sum up with, is that, look, time will happen to us all. You don't have to take my course, take somebody else's course, but, but take some time a damn course and get off your butt and do it. And don't let money stand in the way. Don't let pride stand in the way. You know, I've been reading for 10 years, you know, what, what the hell does this guy teach me? Okay, fine, I get that. You know, if it's not for you, it's not for you. But do something and make your life work. We're trying to help you here. If, um, if you have any questions, my address is me at dustywhite.net. It's very easy. Anybody can email me. I'll get to you as soon as I can plow through my hundreds of emails a day. But if you want to change your life or make it better, you need to take action. We will continue to put out episodes, uh, mostly audio lessons because video is kind of a pain in the butt to make. But those will be coming. Um, but here's the short version. Decide what you want to do. Use your cards to brainstorm. We didn't really go in so much of that right now. Um, but we've, we've done that over and over. Um, we do that now, but yeah, we've already like an hour and a half of your time in, uh, use them to make a plan. We haven't done that so much today, but you saw brainstorming and, uh, and uh, making plans. We've already kind of touched on it inadvertently and, uh, and indirectly in our, in our class today. We've also talked about it previously. And again, if you take the course, I believe me, I will make sure you know inside and out how to do this. Uh, and then of course, create manifestation spreads, which we just did quickly on. So the answers are all right there. As long as you have a deck of cards that you can bond with, uh, and if you can't, get the book. It teaches you how. That's, the white book will teach you how to ponder the cards. The black book teaches you how to do like crazy, amazing tricks with them. So um, I apologize if this hasn't been as entertaining or fun or, or happy slappy as you might have wished. But for educational value within this one podcast alone is everything uh, required. You know, there, there are other things that can help you. But we've given you the core seeds to make 2016 a great year for you. Becky, if you were accosted by me unannounced right now and I said, I command you, because I like saying that, I command you to give great advice, reach down inside you and tell the people listening, what can they possibly do with their cards? to make their 2016 great. You've been through it and up and down. Do you know what? It's it's really simple advice. And even if they just base it on what we've covered tonight is actually use them beyond being a divination tool and use them to solidify your manifestations. And like I say, from past experience, it works. I'm one of a huge crowd of many who've used these techniques and it does work. And I'm looking forward to letting everybody know in the next couple of weeks and months how this particular manifestation has come to be. So, you know, anybody who's thinking, does this work? Doesn't this work? 
this is a work in progress. Let's wait and see what happens. And, you know, it's a case of it's do it. And it's like I always say every single time you ask me this, people have got nothing, literally nothing to lose. Give what you teach a go. Be that sceptical believer like I am. Go into it testing and you'll see for yourself that it works. So give you have you have nothing to lose. Give it a go and everything to gain. Thank you very much. Um, I certainly could have said could not have said it better, uh, although I probably could have used about twice as many words to <laughs> get the same point across. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate you being here. Please share this podcast. Please uh, just you know post a link. Say, hey, here's a, here's a free lesson. Other than that, you have any questions, you have my address. Um, hopefully, we'll see you guys next week. Um, we'll be here. In the meantime, I said, just keep banging the rocks together, and we'll get there sooner or later. Uh, Becky, mm-hmm. have a great evening. Um, hopefully, I'll talk to you on Thursday. Yes. Okay. Bye for now. All right. Thanks, Dusty. Bye.